Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Saturday, 18 February, 2023. Our bit today comes from Matthew 16, verse 24, which says, If any man will come after or follow me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Oh boy, this lazy day Saturday has opened with bright sunshine. It's cold, yes, but who cares? It's winter, and that means it's supposed to be cold. Once the sun's shining, I'm contented. Sadly, though, I've already used up my share of laziness for today. So now I have to concentrate on the reality of the situation. That's doing Christ's work. Now, on Saturdays, we usually look at the quotes that our friend Anselm sent us during the past week to see how they match up with Christ's word as he aspires to inspire us to inspire us for a better tomorrow. But unfortunately, I did not receive any quotes from him this week. So I'm left hanging high and dry out on a limb. I now have to find my own stuff to talk about today. Life sure is strange, yes? Usually, I'm a tad anxious about how to use the quotes, figuring I'll have to bust my brain to present them properly, and sometimes wish I didn't have them at all. Today, though, I find myself missing them and having to bust my brain instead to find something of my own to talk about. Now, that ought to teach us to appreciate whatever we have, although it might sometimes cause us some anxious moments. Yes, wishing the difficult things away is never usually the answer because then we realize how much we've become accustomed to them and miss them when they are taken away. It's like living for Christ. We need to undergo difficult times and tasks in his employ and we don't like them. But if we remove them, then we don't grow and we don't get to enjoy the supernatural occasions that Christ brings into our lives when we walk faithfully with him. Oh, friends, you like that smooth segue there? From not knowing what to write, then flowing smoothly into living for Christ. Yes, that's how the Holy Spirit works sometimes. You can't beat it. But moving on, though, let's remember that being a disciple of Christ is not easy, although it's very worthwhile. Jesus stated it very clearly. If any man will come after or follow me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Now, therein lies the challenge, which basically means sacrificing or giving up our will for Jesus's. And it's not always easy to do, no. Meanwhile, the scholars explain it thus. Deny himself, they say, that is, refuse his own claims upon himself. And take up, the meaning there is lift up. It is, this, it is a stronger word than that used in 1038 and implies a lifting of the cross on high so that all may see it. This is the strongest statement in the New Testament about the disciples' need 
to crucify himself by yielding to the claims of Christ's lordship over him. Wow! Being a true disciple of Jesus does carry a lot of expectations. As he explains in chapter 10, when he says, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. And that comes from Matthew 10, 37 to 38. Yes, that's asking a lot, truly. But that's what Jesus does. He asks plenty of us, like to be the salt and light of the earth, to spread the good news of his gospel all over the world and to walk faithfully in his footsteps. But the beautiful thing about our Lord and Savior is that he never asks us to do something without giving us the wherewithal, that's the tools or the grace to do it. And that's where he rises way above all the other supposed gods who just ask you to do difficult and dangerous stuff without giving you the necessary help. Now, let's check out Jesus' statement after he, after laying down the ground rules for discipleship. He reasons, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And that comes from Matthew 16, 25 to 26. And those are very pertinent and timely questions, my people. Questions that we should all take time to sit down and ponder on because they are very important to our eventual destination, be it in heaven or hell. However, some of us still believe in running down the material wealth of the world, which enables you to live high on the hog, but doesn't do much else. It doesn't make you live longer or necessarily happier, and oftentimes you die from simple stuff despite your great wealth. In fact, while you are busy making money, you don't usually have the time to enjoy it. And if you do live long enough to retire, then you don't have the youth nor the energy to truly enjoy the wealth you have amassed. And please note Jesus' parable on the rich fool, where he spoke not against riches in itself, but basically against greed, which is an inherent danger when we are hell-bent to, hell to accumulate material wealth. The rich man saw all his goods and quote to himself about storing up his possessions so that he could live in ease to eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that is that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. And you can find that in Luke 12, 20 to 21. I'm a brethren, 
the scriptures make it so clear that fighting to amass material wealth is foolish. But even as true and faithful believers, we continue to do it. Remember when Jesus talked about how material wealth is destroyed by moth and rust and thieves breaking and steal? So the best place to lay up your treasure is in heaven, where there's no moth, no rust, no thieves. And then he says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Yes, and that comes from Matthew 6, 19 to 21. And after talking about how nature works perfectly through God's grace and mercy, he warned, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And we know that comes from Matthew 6, 33. Yes, friends, if we seek God rather than material wealth first, God will give us all the material things we need, like he does for all the other aspects of his creation. And remember too, that all things on the earth belong to God, and it's God who gives us the power to get wealth. That you can find in Deuteronomy 8.18. So there's no need to run it down. That's why Bro Paul also warned in his first letter to Timothy by saying, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, which, while some coveted after, they have owed from the faith. That means, for which some, in their greediness, have strayed from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows that's brought ruin upon themselves. And you can find that in 1 Timothy 6.10. Therefore, my fellow saints, please, please, let's wake up and smell the roses now before it gets too late and stop striving after money and material wealth because it doesn't get us anywhere. Instead, let's begin seriously striving after, seeking after the wonderful things of God, which gets us somewhere, somewhere beautiful. That's eternal life with him in heavenly places. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Wisdom dictates that you follow the one who gives you wisdom. And that one is Jehovah God. So following him is wisdom indeed. Yes, my brethren. If you want wisdom, you got to follow Jehovah God, who is the one that gives it to all liberally, without reproach, and he doesn't ask who it is or what you do. Once you come to him for it sincerely, he will give it to you. So who else shall we follow then? A Satan? Who didn't have no wisdom at all, trying to overpower, overthrow God in his own kingdom? Please, let's wake up and smell those roses, as we say, and start living seriously for Jesus. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.